0: Well, praise the Lord You know Coming in tonight I, I didn't have any doubt Matter of fact, I'd have been shocked If uh, Sister Beachy's family Wouldn't have been here It's just Some people find reasons To miss church and It don't take much some people's life is the church and um, but I, I I give honor to your man of God and uh, you are blessed and highly favored of the Lord with your leadership and brother and sister Stevenson I think you ought to give them a, a hand we had just flown in from New Mexico matter of fact I'll Um, preach Friday night in College Station and I think that'll make six times I've preached in seven days it's not always quite that busy but my son-in-law he's always giving me a hard time about getting older and um, I told him I said son I can I can hold the ground with the best of you I'm just a lot more tired the next day Amen This church holds a very special place in our heart, and we give you honor, and uh, I'm excited over the reports of revival that I hear, and uh, hear what your pastor, the vision he's cast for you, and uh, I'm glad today that we know the truth, and the truth has set us free, Amen. amen. So I'm going to go to the book of Acts chapter 3. I know it's Wednesday night. I'll be mindful of the time. And, uh, but it is an honor to be here. And I uh, see Natalie and her uh, angels. They call them for the moment. Hallelujah. And Brother Chase's boy out at the cemetery today. Got over there and bawled because he had to leave. He come tried to take the offering over here tonight. He bawled cause he had to go sit down. Well, you just remember, son, you asked for that. <laughs> Hallelujah. You just you just remember you blessing. mean He he loves his daddy. know that's a good thing in this world for little boys. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm not gonna preach that. Acts 3, now Peter and John went up together into the temple of the hour of prayer, and being the ninth hour, and a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily. Everybody said daily. Amen. The gate of the temple, which is called beautiful, to ask alms of them, and he entered in the temple. And who's seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asking alms, and Peter fastening his eyes upon him. John said look on us and he gave heed unto him expecting to receive something of them. Peter said silver or gold have I none but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up and walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. I want to preach tonight for just a little while about don't be normal. Don't be normal. And I'm going to add to that if you'll let me. Setting over here in honor of Sister Beatsy and her home going today and March the eighth it's coming up. I wanna add to it, Devil, you ain't seen nothing yet. We decide those things. I'm not gonna be normal and devil, you ain't seen nothing. Because I serve a God, oh you hear me now, I serve a God and do anything. Let's lift our hands and love Him, shall we? Father, we love you today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God, I thank you for the opportunity to be in the house of the Lord. Let your spirit move in this place and touch every heart. God, we'll give you praise for it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Clap your hands unto the Lord and you may be seated. You know we um, claim to be different. I guess we are, Um, as far as doctrine. uh, We're not really different. We 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 just preach the truth, believe the truth. We pastor took us to eat today, and we uh, in the restaurant. We're leaving. A man. He said, "Well, y'all look like Pentecostal preachers," and. uh, I thought, wow, he might stand here. He might tell me something else. But it was because our wives were walking ahead of us. I think it's why he made the determination that we were Pentecostal. Because really, we're not dressed no different than other kind of preachers. There is a distinction in how our ladies look, and I give them honor. There is a distinction over what an apostolic church is. Now, I'm I'm, I'm a district superintendent now, and that don't mean nothing, I can assure you. Um, The United Pentecostal Church is a, a good organization, and it does a lot for missions, but you hear me. There's a difference in just being a normal United Pentecostal church or an apostolic church. And um, as my son-in-law would say I, I, I turned 61 a few days ago, but my message still the same. I still believe God does the same, and he does. And he, I still preach the miracle of it all and what God can do and what God will do. And I don't show up, amen, on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, whenever it is I step to a pulpit. I don't have time to waste time. You don't have time to come to church and put your glad rags on and waste time. Your man of God doesn't study and, and seek the face of God to waste his time. But every time we come through those doors right there, it's not a feel-good moment, and it's not a time that we get together, Amen, and we can be made to feel good. Amen. We we've got so many self-help preachers coming along, uh, amen, trying to make everybody feel good. Uh, amen. That, that, you, that you're going to be You're you're, you're a good person. No, none of us are good. Amen. We were all as filthy rags on the side of God, but because of his mercy and his grace, uh, he forgave us of our sin and filled us with the Holy Ghost. Can you hear me now? And we're here today because of his love and because of his power. Praise God. Amen. We're the children of light. We're not the children of darkness. Amen. And if anybody ever needed to stand up and identify and be the church... It's time in 2024 for the church to be the church. It's time for us to be really apostolic. It's time for us to worship God like we've never worshiped God before. It's time we enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. And one thing we forget, come in this house and know that he is God. Amen. Hear me now. I, 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 you know, it, it's amazing. I I see preachers today, I've been in this all my life, you know me well, I've been in and out of here a lot of times, but there are ministers today that they're, they're getting into of all this spirit stuff, the devils, they feel devils in every corner, and they can walk to pulpits and man, they can moan and groan and shake and whoo, I feel a devil. And everybody's like, wow, ain't that something? But you can walk to the pulpit and say, "Man, I I I feel the power of God, and I just saw an angel of the Lord." Everybody, look around. Like where? It's our nature to believe more to the negative. Now, I do believe that there's a devil, but I do believe he's a liar. Had someone the other day, he was talking about somebody and he said, yeah, they're full of the devil. They had a devil. Nobody knew he had a devil. Daddy didn't know. Mama didn't know. Sister didn't know. Brother didn't know. And, but I, I told him, I said, I'll help you. But if you lie to me, we're through. I thought, well, how dumb is that? You just said he had a devil. And you told him not to lie to you. And he is the father of all lies. You can't believe nothing the devil tells you. And so the good news is if he's telling you you're not going to make it, you ought to stand up and shout because you're going to make it. Well, oh, yeah. oh, hello, somebody. The normal thing is... and. And I, I picked a good night to do it. It's Wednesday night. I, I realize the day and the occasions and what happened today, and people's tired. But it, it's easy. Let's just go back to last Wednesday. You've got a great man of God, great preacher, but it, it's just habit. Uh, somebody referred to Sunday night. We had, we had a good Sunday night service, and, and we're geared that way. You know, Sunday morning's pretty good, but Sunday nights, you know, you've eaten your pie, you've taken nap, you come in, bless God, that's shout night, that's dance night, that's miracle night. Amen but you know what Wednesday nights the same thing Monday night Tuesday night revival's the same thing Amen but it's so easy for us to get into a normal pattern it's so easy for us to, to come in Amen now, I, I you know now, when did y'all move places y'all y'all sitting over here Okay that's for you y'all got Kicked out. I say, okay, that's all right. That's that's good. That's good. I just wondered, Amen. Because, but you know, now, now they've moved, which they had to move. They got, but some of you ain't moved. I could have told you where you was gonna sit. It's a pattern. It's normal. You just do what you do, and it's because. We got those places wallered out. Y'all learn that one these days, amen. That you know it, it just fits me. Hallelujah. I, I I had a lady there in McLeod, and we had two visitors come and They just sat down in Sister Stephen's place, and, and she she was a pretty good sized lady, and I I just sat there and so I thought I'm, I'm this gonna be interesting, and she walked over. And she said, "How you doing?" She said, we're so glad to have you. I said, would you all scoot down just a little bit? I, I'm going to let you all be my visitors and sit by you. <laughs> Bless God, wasn't nobody going to get her seat. <laughs> Hallelujah. At least she didn't tell them, hey, get up, Ignat, you're in my chair. <laughs> but, you know, we, 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 it's Wednesday night, kids and, and everything. and we, we, But it's all about expectation. All right. When you come to the house of God, some of you all looking at me like, what's he going to do? You know what I'm going to do. I'm going to preach and 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 then we, we'll go home and go eat probably. Amen. But normal things. And, and I got to reading the word of the Lord the other day and Peter and John, the Bible said they went up together. Now notice this is chapter three after chapter one and two. Chapter one, the day of Pentecost. There they are. They're all together in the upper room. The spirit of God falls after, after they identify and Make their minds up that he's really the one, and they wasn't really sure if he was God or not. You know, is he? We just don't know. Is he? And he come walking through the wall. We know all that. Chapter two, the Holy Ghost falls, and 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 man, it it just—it's an experience, and and God's moving. Now we're in chapter three, and we're back to normal. Peter and John's headed to the temple at the hour of prayer. We're just going to do what we do, our ritual. We talk about rituals and tradition, uh, amen, but they, they get there and then in the, in the tradition part of it, there's a lame man that's been carried there forever and he sits there and he's set there forever, amen, and he's begging and on. You know, what he's saying is, I got a need. Will somebody help me? Amen. Alms, alms, and and Peter and John had passed him time and time again. I don't know how many times, uh, amen, but this is on this day. Peter looks at him, and and he got his attention, uh, and he, you know what? I I got the Holy Ghost. I've got the power. I've got the keys, Uh, and he said, look on me. I want to tell you, silver and gold have I none. But what I do have, I'm fixing to give you. And in the name of Jesus, get up and walk. Can I present to us today, amen, we've got more than a nickel and dime because what we've got won't buy anybody anything. But your Holy Ghost can change somebody's life. Your experience with God can change somebody's life. Amen, when you'll step into the Spirit, oh, you hear me today. I I, I feel, amen, a depth of the Spirit, even in the funeral today, that I've not felt ever in this church. You hear what I'm telling you. And then when we drove to the cemetery, Amen, Pastor began to tell me, Amen, some plans I was setting right there. He hadn't told me nothing, and I, I can't help it. I, I thought, My God, why aren't they having church out there in the gym instead of in here? All right. And then we're driving along. He said, We're fixing to move in the gym where we can expand and we can get bigger. Amen. So I said, Well, I I, I. I said, yeah, how'd everybody like? He said, Man, everybody's good for it. I'm gonna tell you, you know why? Because the devil ain't seen nothing yet. I've gone. <laughs> Hallelujah. That man that was at the restaurant today. He, he said, uh, where do you preach at? I said, well, I'm from Texas. I said, but that's Pastor from Wallace Ridge. Oh, yeah, I know where that church is, uh, but I'm going to tell you, I really feel in the Holy Ghost uh, after Pastor began to tell me what your plans are. Amen. That this ain't going to be just the normal Wallace Ridge church, uh, but God is fixing to do something. Uh, amen. Oh yes, 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 yes. Because people are gonna make their mind up. I don't want to be just a normal Pentecostal. We're in the last days and the Lord's fixing to come, but before he comes, he said he's gonna pour out his spirit. There's gonna be an end-time revival. There's gonna be a harvest. Backsliders and sinners are coming home. Is somebody hearing me? But they don't want to come to a normal church. They need an experience with God. They need walk in the men and women that are worshiping God. They need to walk in and see men and women that have been forgiven, that have been blessed, that have been anointed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's so easy to get normal and come in. Amen. It's just going to be another service. Bless God. Have a move of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. My grandboy was with me years or so back. We got in the car. I was headed to preach an anniversary service. He said, Grumpy, what are you going to preach tonight? I said, Well, I'm not really sure yet, son. He said, Well, just get up and tell them they're all dismissed. He said, That'll shock them. <laughs> Been a few times I wished I'd have done that. Hallelujah. But you know what? When we come in this place, amen. Those that visited the prayer room, those that asked God to show up, Amen. Were, 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 were you just praying a myth, Amen? I, there, there's so many miracles in this place, Amen. When I when I I, I, I was in California earlier this year or last year preaching for of the Wisnets, Brother Tim Wisnets, you can call him up there, Amen. those that need to verify it all, and we preached in both of his churches and and we we got in the in the truck. And I told I told Brother Wisnet I said I. I, I, I need to tell your wife something. And so we got there and I reached in my pocket and I pulled out a $100 bill and I gave it to her. And I said, you need to go buy you a diaper bag. I said, because God is going to give you a child. They've got a 12, 14-year-old daughter. They've tried to have children wanted to have children. And I said, but the Lord spoke to me yesterday and said to tell you, God's going to give you a baby. And she began to weep and began to praise God. And so time went on, Thanksgiving come, and she's at the doctor and he said, look, after the holidays, said the time has come. Said, I, I, I know you've been wanted a child, but you, you're going to have to have a, a complete hysterectomy and all that. We'll talk about it when you get back. And she left troubled about that. But you know, they called us the uh, 1st of January, right, 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 right the first of the year. He said, Can you take a FaceTime call? I said, Sure. Amen. And so we, we, me and my wife sitting there, and they said, so We got something to tell y'all. I said, Y'all going to have a baby. He said, How'd you know? I said, Well, I can tell on your face. Hallelujah. She was seven weeks now. She's about 12. They're fixing to have the revealing here in a few days. I don't know why they do that. I could tell them what it was. It's a boy or a girl. and would be born naked. <laughs> Amen. What, what difference all the rest of it made? But sometimes God does, you know, uh, he, he gets straight to the point with, with him. He, he, he's got that one. He, but, you know, I told him. I said Wallace Ridge, amen. And I've referred to that a many a time because I remember. And people tried to talk us out of our miracle. And I I can remember telling you what God was going to do for you. And when I drove through even this evening again, I saw your picture up there smiling, amen. And for the whole world, and ain't no telling how many wrecks you're causing. Collect insurance on, but you hear me, amen. Today, when I seen it, God's going to put your picture on more billboards in more places because He's fixing to elevate you. But God's. Going to bless you, Amen. To bless that, you know what I'm telling you? That's what God's going. Is somebody hearing me? Now? I, 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 I'm not. I'm not willing to get in the cookie cutter deal, Amen. I just come to tell somebody, Amen, that we can be normal or we can be apostolic. And if you're apostolic, the lame will walk, the deaf will hear, the dumb will talk, Amen. Miracles will happen. Normal. I go to church. How many people do we pass going to church and we never recognize them? If Jesus can go in a city and the only person that recognizes him is a blind man, then don't tell me that us Pentecostals can come to church with our eyes shut in the spirit and our ears stopped up Amen, but bless God, I, I, I look all over this house the miracles and things that God's done for you and myself included. Amen, why is it that we come in and, and, and we don't worship God and thank God really like He's blessed us? So Peter and John, this normal thing, but he got something just happened to him, and notice what it was. It wasn't after service. He was on his way to service. He wasn't in the church. He was on his way to the church. So there's got to be a mindset before we get here. There's got to be something transformed inside of us uh, that bless God. I, it's not just a normal thing. I, I I walk through the doors, the doors work good. Uh, amen. We we just come in and we come out. But there's got to be a time uh, out of here when you're getting in the parking lot, somebody hold the door. Amen. When you're getting out of the car, amen. And when you when you're going in uh, that you start making some declaration uh, that you know what, tonight God's gonna fill somebody with the Holy Ghost. Uh, tonight God's gonna give somebody with a miracle. I'm gonna walk in. Uh, my Matter of fact, tonight, if, if y'all allow me, I'm going to speak to Catahoula Paris right now. I prophesy to the wind that backsliders are coming home. Amen. Those that are addicted to drugs, the alcoholics, they're going to come to this place. They're going to walk in the door with needs. Amen. Miracles. Amen. They're going to come in with the crutches and the wheelchairs. And God's going to raise them up. Somebody said, are you just saying that? No, no, no. I'm not just saying words in New Mexico this weekend. Sunday night, I was preaching one man, his leg, amen, he couldn't even move. I tried to use him Sunday morning, his leg was like this, amen, and we began to pray. Sunday night, he come up and wanted prayer, and the Spirit of God touched him, and he got to shaking, and all of a sudden, he just started running around the building. Another boy with his knee, amen, could barely move, and God touched him, and here he goes. I just come to tell you, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Amen. He's still giving miracles, but you gotta want them Amen. I don't want to be normal. Amen. I refuse to sit down. I refuse to shut up because this message works. Come out from among them and be you separate, saith God, and touch not the unclean thing. I know we're to be a holiness people, but we're to be a believing people. Amen. We ought to walk in this house. You've got children that need to come to God tonight that are backslid away from God. Amen. You ought to hit the aisle ever service and begin to thank God, my baby's coming home. I said, My baby's coming home. My son's gonna kneel right here. My daughter's gonna kneel right here. And when you began to make declarations to God. Well, that ain't normal. I know it ain't. But when you start doing the abnormal, amen, when you get out of step, amen, with the traditions of time, God starts looking. Right. Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord some praise right now. You got to decide something coming in. You got to make your mind up. God's fixing to do something. I I, I preached in uh, Mexico. Me and the wife flew over to Mexico. I preached their world conference for the Dross this year. Brother Stephen Dross, Brother Mark Dross. And uh, Brother Stevenson, it, it was the first time I'd ever took a trip like that. And... They, the, the night I preached, I, I think there was about 9,000. There was 12,000 for the weekend. Some of them rode a bus for 45 hours just to get there. And they got out of the car. Brother Dross was taking us in. And they, they got out and, I, and they, they just wanted to touch you. And that building, huge building they had, didn't have any sides on it. And it started raining. And that wind was blowing in. You know what? They didn't quit shouting. They didn't quit dancing. They didn't quit worshiping. They just kept right on. Because they came for a move of God. And so, bless God, we'd have shut down. But that night I preached, 388 people that night got the Holy Ghost. 397 miracles in one night confirmed miracles. They prayed. God began to touch and move and heal. And I come home, amen, and and people say, well, that's the foreign soul. Would somebody pray, tell me, what's the difference? We got as many heathens here as anywhere, but we don't have the desire that they, oh, hear me now. I I said the desire they've got. This is a mission-minded man. You give to missions and God blesses that. But I'm going to tell you what, if we'd get to, it's easier just to give a thousand dollars but God don't want just a thousand dollars what he wants is your faith what he wants is you to say hey God can do it it ought to be that it doesn't matter what they've got cancer it doesn't matter brother Sam Emery wasn't able to come to Texas camp meeting this first night so district board asked me to preach the first night and I preached that night. There's another king besides Caesar. Amen. I want, I want us to know today that God's not in control. And, and I, I'm sort of like Sister Bitsy. Devil, you ain't seen nothing yet. And I told him, this week, God's gonna give miracles. This week, you're gonna see with your eye. One boy down here had a big old knot on his foot. Amen. It disappeared. Amen. While they were praying even several of them backs and different things. I've just come to tell somebody that God's still in the miracle working business. He didn't stop. Somebody just needs to make some declaration going uh, to the house of God. Amen. You're out here in the country. I, I looked out in the parking lot My I pulled up. My God, you've got more people than city churches has got. Uh, you know why? You love the house of God. You're faithful to the house of God. Amen. And I'm oh, can kind of preach to you a little bit. Uh, Pastor, you can pull my coattail. Amen. But I'm going to tell you something. We need more than just showing up. Uh, amen. There's got to be some desire. Amen. And so, oh, hello, somebody. You, drove your car you took time to get ready so why don't you take a little extra time and say you know what we're going to get a miracle tonight we're going to get a healing tonight Hallelujah. Hi. I was preaching for brother Nathan Scoggins last December a year ago just this past December a year ago and I was preaching the Lord spoke to me in the night and I was preaching to that service And I said, God has talked to me. And I said, miracles and healings is fixing to fall in this house. And God's going to do the miraculous like you've never seen. Just 12 months ago, 13 months ago, and I, I, I go to the front, and a lady was on the fourth row. She'd come up. She's about 70 years old, and she starts waving her hand at me. And I said, yes, ma'am. She said, when you came by, and you said God's going to give miracles in the church, she said, my ear has been deaf for 40 years, and God opened my ear up, and I can hear Brother Scoggins called me this weekend. He said... My God, he said this weekend, a lady that usually sat on the second row and couldn't even see the platform, just saw forms, amen, was sitting in the back and said while the word of God was going forth, the spirit of the Lord touched her and her eyes, something happened and she can see clearly now. I've come to tell somebody today, I'm glad they're having a foreign revival, but I'm declaring that we're gonna have, amen, an in-state revival, that God's gonna get a hold of, Men and women, and they're going to praise God, and we're going to go to the house of God, amen, not just to pray, but to believe. We're not going to just ask, we're going to receive. We're not. That God, when He gets ready, I, I was preaching. At a church, first time I'd been there, second time, I walked up to a man and I told him, I said, sir, I, 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 I don't know. I said, you're blessed. but You're worried about business. I said, but God is fixing to rain money down on you like you've never seen. And I said, I'm telling you, he's fixing to bless you beyond measure. After service, he came to me. He said, we've had a sand company. He said, it's been bad. I said, God's going to do it. And so I was back by there not long after. And he got some kind of contract and bagging sand and sort of built another division. And he sold it for $175 million. I know that ain't much money to some folks, but that's a lot to us. Pastor called me. He said, Brother Story, he's going he's, he's to call you. I said, all right. When I was elected superintendent, I mean, you know, I, I, you got to learn Article 6, Paragraph 7 of everything. And I'm like, really? And then you get in things and you can discern spirits and that's not a good thing. Hallelujah. <laughs> And so when I was elected, the brethren had voted to build a dorm. And it laid on the ground for about 16 months. And so we got the concrete poured and built the dorm. We had $800,000 indebtedness on it. The brethren had come together. I think we'd paid a year's worth of payments twice. Every day, I'd pray, God. This district needs a miracle. God, we need help. And I went and preached that place. So this pastor calls me. He said, You're going to get a call. And he said, He wants to help the district. He said, He paid our church off, paid tithe, blessing the kingdom of God. And so he called me and he said, I'm going to give you $500,000. That I told him, he asked how much, I said 800, I said well thank you, God bless you, I, man I appreciate it, I'll get it wired in, and every day, I didn't quit, I said God, I thank you for what he's given, but I'm asking you, we got to pay this doormat, we got other things we want to do, me and my wife, uh, last year, we were at the governor's uh, inauguration, we were, get, sit there in the cheap seats, we were the sixth row behind the Senate came through the Capitol and I've had some friends that knew some friends and they got us some and I'm sitting over the emergency management guy for for the state of Texas here and the Secretary of Education over here by my wife and and that morning before we get there, seven o'clock, this man texted me, said can can I talk to you? I said, Yes sir. He said, um last prayer I prayed that night. He said, I'm I'm sorry. I said, okay, for what? He said, God told me to pay that building off the other day, not just give you $500,000. He said, I'll be wiring $850,000 into y'all's account today. So I'm sitting on the seventh row at the governor's inauguration. And... My phone vibrates, and I look down, and it said the wire transfer has been sent. And I looked up, and all them rangers that guard the governor. I I thought, my God, I'm gonna get up and shout. And sure as I do, they'll handcuff me. So I didn't do that. But I was breathing under my breath. Thank you, Jesus. That's right. And then he gave us some more money and gave us some more money and and we're doing, I'm just telling you, I don't care what setting you're in if you'll believe God. It's not about me, it's not about you, but when we get our purpose about him, it's about the kingdom. Can I, can I, I, I know we're on TV or, or, or video or whatever we're on But anyway, I'm just going to say it Because God God hit me Y'all know, he, he, he took a chance Amen But I'm just going to tell you Y'all have got a man That's the most accountable man With finance and everything He's turned this church around He's put you out of debt He's got you in the mission giving He's leading you Amen You know why? Because his purpose is one thing Along with that, they're going to drive a nice car and a nice truck, just like you are. You know why? Because it brings the favor of God. When you put God first, God. We need to learn it. I, I, I'm not. I'm not talking about being normal. I'm talking about being believers. He said, we're gonna move out there. Amen, they're looking at different things out here and he, he didn't go into big detail. He said, but I believe we're gonna give, we have to bulldoze it down, build a new one, whatever. He said, but I believe it, my 10th anniversary, it'll be built and paid for. You know what? I believe it too, man of God. I declare it today in Jesus' name. <laughs> Hallelujah. God's gonna bless the people of God. Somebody said, well, is that all you're going to do is talk about money? I know I'm talking about God. I'm talking about God doing the abnormal things. That if we will believe that in the name of Jesus that we can walk in and lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Not they might or maybe, but it's all decided on your way to church. If we could change our mindset on the way here, instead of after we get here, and they don't have to have a pep rally to try to. In- come on, come on, clap your hand. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Go ahead. Yeah, God. God healed you of cancer and God healed you. Yeah, go ahead and give him a little praise. Would you give him a little praise for? Come here. Old Floyd Kramer. He don't even know who that is. Playing that piano. I I watch you on. I'm not supposed to say TV, but the internet. And um I've known you a little while and uh, the hand of the almighty God I've watched as it rested on you and even today and I'm going to tell you something Bubba. you keep your heart tuned to him you keep your spirit submitted to him and you walk before God because God's going to use you in a special way You hear what I'm telling you? Lift your hands. Look at me. You're not a follower. You're a leader. And you're going to have to guard your spirit. Guard your steps. I'm not talking about going around and being scared. I'm just talking about you'll get sensitive enough to God. I'm going to tell you a story. Because I feel the same thing about you. I was preaching in Pascagoula, Mississippi. Many, many years ago for Brother Ramsey and a black men on the organ and he could tear it up. His little boy on the drums. His boy. He was about eight years old. Seven, eight years old. And that joker would worship God. I'd preach and he'd just be up there giving all. What normal. And I said, come here, son. I stood him up. I told him, I said, God is going to anoint you and you'll stand before thousands and you'll sing and God, God's going to use you madly. I left, preach. I just obeyed God. I, 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 I walked in Apostolic Conference in Madison, Mississippi about five years ago, six years ago. Brother Drew Galloway, Brother Caleb was standing there, this black young man standing there. He said, Brother Story, do you know James Wilson? I said, No, sir, I don't guess I do. He said, Yes, sir, you do. He said, I was that little boy in Pascagoula, Mississippi, that you stood up. I'm just telling you, you're not wasting your time coming to church. They got you reserved seating. They got you out front. They got you a special place. They didn't get get you here just to sit. But they got where you can begin to worship God. Hallelujah. But I'm I'm telling you. Amen. Don't you let a service go by. You get out there and you worship God. Don't be normal. Don't be normal, young men. Don't be normal, young ladies. Amen. We got enough (laughs) normal people. I'm telling you that if a spirit can get a hold, uh, amen, of this church, like in some grandmas and grandpas and mamas and daddies uh, that bless God, you know what? We're not going to be normal anymore and begin to worship God. And pastor had to say, hey, y'all, y'all got to sit down just a minute. I need to preach a little bit. And after you pre- get back up because you believe the word of God, Are you, is somebody hearing me? Because when the children of God, amen, all through time, began to believe. He didn't move for the normal. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego wasn't normal. The walls of Jericho wasn't normal. Amen. The lions' den wasn't normal. The jailhouse for Peter and John it wasn't normal for Paul and Silas. But somebody hear me today—that when a church makes their mind up, while you're on the way to church. God, in your name. Hila bohoshakaya. Hila bohoshakaya. You're going to take about three steps forward. I'm going to lay my hands on you. and God's going to touch you in the Holy Ghost like you've never been touched before. Amen. You're going to walk in that. Ye takashaya. Come on. One. Two. For the Lord knew you, Amen when you was in your mother's womb. I just come to tell somebody it's time to declare a revival. Revival's not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday revival is an abnormal experience revival is worship revival is praise Brother Stevenson, today when you were talking about going in that building, in that car, amen, I I could hardly contain myself because I felt the spirit. Amen, I could see them coming in. I could see it (laughs) full. Somebody said, but But we're way out here in the middle of nowhere. We're way out here. That's why I want you to understand something. It's not normal for people to come out in the middle of nowhere and get revival. It's not normal for people to come. It's not normal to have a church of a thousand in the country. But you know what? When you make your mind up, this is a place that belongs to God. This is a place we're going to worship. I know you run aisles probably on Sunday but tune them up on Wednesday unless pastor tells you different. And worship God. That when the spirit of the Lord begins to to come And in that spirit of worship, God begins to touch. And God begins to minister. And God begins to heal. And I I don't guess I know you. A lot of people in there I don't know. That's a good thing. But uh, I'm going to tell you something. God's going to restore some stuff with you, sir. Some broken things that got put back on a shelf and so you said I'll just go and I'll just be there and i I'll do, but God don't want you to be normal. there's some situations that's come along life's journey a lot of hurts and and that God can can heal and God can touch in the name of Jesus that God can touch your mind today in Jesus name let the peace of the Holy Ghost touch your ears are going to hear and your mouth is going to speak and your eyes will see again and you'll walk in the spirit you will not be normal from this day forward. You're not going to be like you were. You're going to be better than you were. You're going to be used more than you were. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Sister Daphne, amen. Why are you cast down? But lift your head. Because I can hear Sister Beatsy say, baby, amen, let the devil know it ain't over yet. You ain't seen nothing yet. I'm talking about when we begin to worship God. And we began to praise God. What are y'all doing? We're having church. That ain't normal. I know it ain't. But bless God, just watch what Jesus is doing. Devil, you ain't seen anything. Devil, I got news for you. They're coming, they're coming, they're coming. How do you know I'm gonna praise God for it? He <laughs> has gotta be made on your way to the house. Let's praise him. Habohoshaya. We we, we talked back there today. And we're driving here tonight. You told me where you were going today and all that. But I, I I don't know why. I hadn't thought about it again, but just but I saw it was like an envelope floating. I'm telling you, God's fixing to do something out of the ordinary something's fixing to come some papers are going to be laid out God's going to bless you somebody said I wish God he said you have not because you ask not I am your God but who will let me be their God (laughs) hallelujah in the name of Jesus oh come on somebody love him Come on, let's praise the Lord. Come on, everybody, take a praise. I don't have time to be normal. I've got to praise him from the rising of the sun to the going down there of the sun. to anybody God's ever blessed? Am I preaching to anybody God ever gave a miracle to? Am I preaching to anybody in the house that you're holding on to a promise that hadn't happened yet? Why don't you wave something at God? your yoshaka. I stood out there at the cemetery today Sister bitch's grave and Sister Emma over here, and got to read name plates. It was testified today that they lived trusting in their God. They asked their God, and God moved. Hila They didn't have the luxuries we've got. But to whom much is given, much is required. I've got to believe God's expecting more out of us. Hallelujah. I remember praying for you up there, and God's blessed you. God's going to do it. God's going to put men. In this church, ladies and families, God's going to bless you. But I'm going to tell you, God, God's not just padding our pockets. God's going to do it. Phone's going to ring. <laughs> I know everything's got to be decently and in order. and I, I, I get that. But I'm telling you, boys, build a fire. God's fixing to set you on fire. Mm-hmm. Young ladies, God's fixing to set you on fire in the Holy Ghost. I remember years ago, I, I preached worship and praise and at old church. My God, we people we would literally get out in the parking lot. We didn't have enough room. They'd roll up and down the hill. And... That girl had her little, little sandals on. Somebody stepped on that little toe and it was out just like that. And it was green and blue come got me I'm not a doctor but I I declared it was broke it was going the other direction and there was that group of the normal folks I could oh I could hear them they've been telling y'all need to slow down you need to just somebody's gonna get hurt I got the oil, walked there in front of 165 people that night. I said, I'll tell you what, I'm fixing to know her hear oil. And if God don't heal her foot and he don't put that back together, I said, I'll never preach worship to you again. Somebody said, that's a little daring, isn't it? Well, no, I felt it in the Holy Ghost. It was just a time that it needed to be and I took that oil and I just wiped it on her head and I said in the name of Jesus be healed and that toe just went back and the discoloration left and if you think they were shouting before when you young men and you young women start seeing miracles for yourself that's my miracle I prayed. For them. Is this all right, Manica? All you young fellas, get get in a circle right there. Just, I'm, I'm just leave me just open and get in a circle. Y'all get over here and get in a circle. God's fixing to set you on fire. The Holy Ghost is fixing it. You, you, you hear me? Holy Ghost is fixing to fall on you, and it's not just a one-time encounter. But God's gonna start using you. He's gonna to talk to you in the spirit. You're gonna worship him. And you're gonna start hearing what the man of God's preaching. We're good hearers. I got people in here can quote me the Bible forwards and backwards. You you're good hearers. But that ain't all he said. Be hearers and doers. So boys just lift your hands start worshiping God. Get ready. Y'all lift your hands start worshiping God in the name of Jesus. Somebody said, well they're good kids. They are. And there's dope, dope peddlers out there that's trying to get them hooked on drugs, pornography and everything else. My God, they're going to get hooked on Jesus. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Why don't you begin to praise god out there amen Come on, pick it. Yeah, 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 yeah! Ha ha da ba ha! Yeah, 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 yeah! <laughs> Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God, are you just wanting everybody to dance and shout? Well, I remember a man named David that went after the Ark of the Covenant. Amen, and that woman that was barren said, you made a fool out of yourself. You know what he said? He borrowed Sister his words. You ain't seen nothing yet. Oh, yeah, baha. There's something about when we begin to praise God. It brings the spirit. It brings the glory. It brings the Ark. And when the Ark of the Covenant comes, amen, it brings restoration. It brings Mercy and it brings grace. Haya boh. Hilo bo koshaya. Hilo mondanabo. Oh, boho yikayenda. If you make your mind up before you get in here. Today. Today. When I went 40 years ago, me and my wife to Dublin, Texas, and I got down in an office in a building that was shut down and no saints. And I said, God, we love family. We don't have anything. But I'm going to depend on you. But I said, God, I ask you for one thing. I don't want to be normal. When I was elected to this job, I'll not give up my anointing or my message for an office. But I want to declare everywhere we go, limahasheaka, mondokosheka. God's going to do a mighty thing back there. But in the process, the hand of the Lord I just saw, God's going to magnify this man. And he's putting a staff together here. He's going to be gone preaching some things don't ever pull back but everything he goes and does is a direct result and it'll bring a blessing back to this house <laughs> Brother Stevenson, you're going to see the miracle like you've never seen. The creative miracle. the lame walk. I stood there Sunday night and I said, "God, I want to see it more." Both those had been in there and praying, and all of a sudden I, that man, the leg was dragging it. he just goes running. That boy with a name. I'm telling you. We serve a God. Thank you all for listening to an old man tonight. God's going to give you a miracle. Li Sataya. Matter of fact, the fear of your mind about what it is, it... You ain't even disgusted, but God's fixed to do a surgery situation in the name of Jesus. You're fixed to feel the fire of the Holy Ghost burn. Le mahoshakaya. Come on, let's praise Him. Let's praise Him. Let's praise Him. Come out here. Come on, praise Him, praise Him. But you need to get it out we are going to start crossing some things out God's done done for you. God's going to touch your faith. You. Oh, let's give Him some praise. Let's believe it. Let's believe it. Oh yes! Give him praise. Give him praise. I don't want to be normal. I don't want to be normal. Hallelujah! Kalamo shepari andeha. Kala la mundo helebohu. Ha! Etada dalaboheke. Oh, Hallelujah! Let's end this around the altar. Come on, step out of your pew and make your way. If you don't want to be normal, I want you to make your way to this altar right now. Don't matter what side you come, it don't matter. I just want you to come. Come stand and lift those hands to heaven right now, God. I told you, didn't I tell you earlier this year, miracles, Signs and Wonders is gonna produce the revival. Miracle Signs and Wonders is God's method of outreach in the, in, in, for the apostolic church. Miracle Signs and Wonders de Itala Bokori Hallelujah. Come on, I don't want to be normal. I don't want to be normal. Hallelujah. Kalamusha da la baha. Hallelujah! 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 God, I want go to go those places. I don't want to tell somebody else's miracles. I want to tell my miracles. I don't want to share somebody else's story. I want to. Sh- I want to share my story. Oh, hallelujah! Heka la moho sheka Helolo sande she Yeba basondo hoko iti Lebo seta ye Miko elamaha Lamondo sheko tori a seko ye Kyoto deba elohipa. Hallelujah. Now I'm gonna tell you. When he walked up here, I was standing right there. And this does not happen all the time. It has happened at times. There's been times I've been in church services and come through my mind the Lord tells me what book He's gonna preach from, what chapter, and what message he's gonna preach. And I just stand there and he'll say, turn to this book, turn to that chapter, and he'll preach the message the Lord told me he's going to preach. But I was standing right there, and when he walked up here, this is what the Lord asked me in a question form. The Lord said, when is the church going to be my church? Because there's a difference in the church and his church. His church. His church is going to be an abnormal church. His church is going to have miracles, signs, and wonders, not because of what the preacher does, but because of what the body does outside of these walls. You want to see this church fill up? You have miracles outside of this church, and they'll come to the house of God. We're waiting on them to come. That's not how God designed it. You do it outside of the walls and it brings them to the church. I want to be an abnormal church. Let me tell you, God's going to move upon some of you to give like you've never given before. There's three things that happen when it comes to giving. Three thoughts that come through our mind. The first number, what I'm comfortable with. The second number, what I got faith for. The third number, sacrifice. That's the three numbers that come through our head. And usually, we start talking ourselves to that realm of possibility that we see possible. But didn't I get up here and tell you we're going to build a building debt free? I didn't put myself on the hot seat. He's got a reputation to defend. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. And it was just a few weeks ago. And I'm not, don't sit here and oh, I wonder who he's talking about. It's none of your business. But I looked at the man and I said, God showed me you write a $4 million check to this church. And his jaw about broke because the Lord showed him the same thing. You think that was a coincidence? Not on your life. Because God's going to show you something and if you'll be obedient, God will defend his reputation. I felt the brush of the Spirit when I said that. God will defend his reputation. He'll honor his reputation. Reach over and put your hand on somebody. We're gonna be an abnormal church. I want you to pray right now. God, we wanna be an obedient church. We wanna be an obedient church. We wanna be a church that moves with the Holy Ghost. That's not afraid to lay hands on the sick. That understands what it's like to give. To move beyond what we're comfortable with. God, we pray like the apostles that you would baptize us with boldness boldness to be your church not the church baptize us with boldness god let our boldness match obedience as your church your people Oh, give him praise right now. Give him praise right now, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. My goodness what a word from God. Thank you for the story for obeying the Holy Ghost and challenging us tonight to be who God called us to be. Aren't you thankful to be a part of the kingdom of God tonight? Amen. Amen. Before you leave, I want you to greet one another. Let brother and sister story know how much you enjoyed having them with us. Lord bless you. We'll see you this weekend.